This is your pal Daffy Duck, and you're watching. You're watching. We're watching. You're watching Fanboy. 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 Fanboy, etc. Fanboy Nation. Dad, I assume Tom. This morning, I get to speak with the director, the editor, the DP. Apparently, at this point, might as well have been Craft Services himself, Gabriel <laughs> Garano, the director of Maryland, Team Maryland. How are you today, sir? I'm doing well. Thank you so much for having me on and for just giving me the space to speak. Hey, they told me, uh, what's it called, Junior Olympics and Boxing, and I was like, sold. And they're like, do you want to see the movie? Like, oh, yeah, that too. Let's take a look at it. And how, how did, uh, what was your response to it? How, how do you feel about it now that you've seen it? Um, now that you've seen it. You know what? Uh, with Marilyn Gonzalez, I have the same concern that her mother does in that how is this 12 year old kid going to protect her head in the future because we don't want her getting in any sort of concussions or brain damage? Mm-hmm. Mm-hmm. Uh, but right. you put it together exceptionally well. This is, uh, immigrant story, first generation American like myself. Uh, you know, parents immigrated to the United States. I didn't get into boxing, but I went into wrestling. You know, wow. 12 years old, 75 pounds, and then the 80 pound weight category for the 2019 Junior Olympics. How did you come about Maryland? Like, did you grow up in Watts? Did you know people that, that knew her? Or were you right. just, um, you know, a fan of boxing and people were like, yo, watch out for this little kid? You know, it's funny is I'm actually not from Watts. I'm from San Diego. And I'm also, you know, I love Manny Pacquiao because I'm Filipino, but I'm not, I didn't grow up in a, in a boxing household either. So I fell onto the story by uh, pure serendipity. <laughs> I was shooting a short film in Watts uh, between my freshman and sophomore year of college. And randomly, this guy came out of nowhere because we were filming in the park. And uh, he was standing in my peripheral vision, and as soon as we said cut, he kindly walked up to our group uh, and started speaking Spanish. And I was shooting the short film with just a couple of friends, and no one spoke Spanish except for me. I was taking Spanish, too, at the time and really wanted to practice my language skills. So I was like, this is an awesome time to, like, rehearse and just get some more experience under my belt. Um, so we started talking, and the conversation actually ended up um, – with the guy saying, hey, I see you have a camera. I have a daughter who boxes. Maybe you want to make a video about her sometime. And he told me his name was Jorge. Um, and so I gave him my contact information. And later that week, his eldest daughter, Araceli, reached out to me saying that they didn't have much money, but uh, but they met me randomly on the street. And they just had a feeling that uh, if I wanted to, I could come and make a, a film about uh, their sister, or in this case, or his daughter. So it was very random, and it was like a leap of faith on his end to come reach out to me, and I decided to take that. I was very humbled by that, and uh, give them a call. And uh, this the fall of 2018, when I returned to Los Angeles for college, I started shooting the film. And it also helps that you speak Tagalog, so you were able to pick up Spanish pretty quickly. So you, <laughs> I get it. Actually, I don't unfortunately speak Tagalog, but uh, I understand a little bit Spanish. I'm definitely stronger at, for sure. <laughs> well, you know, you put together the this roughly 30 minute documentary about this little girl. Uh, you know what? What I also notice about fighters uh, is that they tend to be far more faithful, uh, you know, religious wise. But you know, belief in God, belief in self, than average people 
that are just essentially going with the flow, you know, instead of having a drive. Is that something that you've noticed? Um, you know, you're Filipino, you talk about Pacquiao, you know, Manny's like that, Maryland's like that. So many other fighters yeah. have that passion for sport, for fight, and for religion. Definitely. In this case, it's, it's true. I think not only culturally, but even just spiritually, the family's very, they, they <clears throat> are uh, religious in some aspects. And I think, you know, there's that term, whatever you do in the dark comes out in the light. Mm-hmm. I think with athletes, especially in athletes, it's like you train the entire year and then the culmination of all this preparation, all this preparation you've been doing, uh, is now it comes out in three rounds within the ring, you know, like that is you, how can you not have um, some type of spiritual mentality or some type of mental uh, practice that you're doing with yourself throughout the whole year to get ready for that. Um, and Marilyn, you know, as an athlete really demonstrated to me how beautiful that can be. You can really, <clears throat> the human mind, you can really unlock a very positive and empowering version of yourself so that when it is time to show up, you can really perform um, and to me, it wasn't for her, the way that she prepared herself mentally was not just, well, I need to win. I need to win. I need to win. It was really, um, I'm here doing this with my family. And when I step into the ring, I'm stepping with everyone who's supporting me. And to me, that's the fighter mentality that makes her so special and why I connect with her it's because I'm not making this documentary because I'm a boxing fan. It's because I'm a family fan and I see how she interacts with her family and her community. And I find that such an inspiring message to share with the world. All right. So Muhammad Ali said in the, in the late 60s, early 70s, he would never fight a Mexican fighter because they fight for God. They fight for their family. They fight for their country. They fight for the little kid on the corner. You know, and I'm paraphrasing and adding to it. After having witnessed this, how accurate was Ali in his statement? <laughs> Ali was, like, pretty accurate. <laughs> I would say all those reasons, man. That's that's why Marilyn, you know, steps in the ring. It, it, she's, she doesn't step in for herself. There's no personal glory. She is she's a special soul. She really sees things for the bigger picture, and uh, that's what makes her someone you wouldn't want to step in the ring with for sure. So no, I agree with Ali there. <laughs> you know, watching the documentary, she's this sweet child. She's very caring for her parents. Uh, she's translating for them at times, you know, because their English isn't strong. And she's still able to, even though not in the best of situations for uh, for living arrangements, still makes the best of everything. Uh, is that an attest to who she is as a person? Or, like, how much of that is nature versus nurture is basically what I'm asking. That's a, I feel like that's a philosophy question. We could, you know, you could take either way and argue both sides. I think it's it's got to be, you know, a mixture. Um it has to be a mixture, but I would say in Maryland's case, something that I've noticed is that they're just a very, they really celebrate every accomplishment that they get and they're, they always express gratitude. And I'm not sure if that starts because of your genetics or if that's a practice you can nurture, maybe a big mixture of both. But you know, I've heard people say that the family doesn't, may not have as much as other people, but it seems like they really have everything as well. They have the support of their family. They have the love for their daughters. Uh, they have the courage to dream and 
and want to accomplish big things. So I would say that the way they celebrate their victories and just express their gratitude for the little things that make life so special is what really gives them the edge compared to other people. Well, I'll even put this out there that you showed in the documentary, and this isn't the championship rounds or anything, but she even says that she's happy for her losses because she takes mm-hmm. what learned and not defeats. Mm-hmm. Well said. You know, I, I definitely could have – I that is the perfect uh, soundbite to include into this kind of uh, question that you have because she, she sees experiences as either – you know, you either win in the ring or you learn in the ring. There's no losses. There's no wasted time at all. So, uh, you know, that's the quality of someone who really makes the most of their second chances is someone who can take from their experiences and grow from them, grow from either trauma, grow from uh, things that, you know, uh, that don't go your way. When things don't go your way, you can you can grow from that and develop. So, yeah, I totally agree. That soundbite completely applies to her to why she has such a special mentality. You know, Gabe, you're a grown man featuring a child in a documentary who's more mature than some 50-year-olds I know. Uh, mm-hmm. When you mm-hmm. make a documentary like this and you see how strong this 12-year-old is, not just physically, but spiritually, mentally, and the drive that she has that some adults don't have, <laughs> what did you learn about yourself in the filmmaking process? Oh, man. I learned a lot. I learned a lot. This was the hardest, this was the hardest project, you know, I've ever worked on. And it was, I spent like, you know, a year and a half following this family, capturing some of those most beautiful moments I've ever seen. And then I spent a year in the editing process, just like tearing my hair out and having to cut out so many of those moments as I formed the story together. And I learned, there are two big things that I've learned. Um, first one is just the power of family. Uh, I'm the youngest of seven kids with a single mom and I, you know, I've had a lot of experiences with my family that taught me a lot about what it's like to fight together. And then to see that in Maryland and her family was an extremely cathartic experience. It almost like confirmed the, the idea that with the right group of people, in this case with your family, you can really achieve anything. And Marilyn achieved her dreams and she's continuing to achieve her dreams and the dreams of her family by, by working together. And then the other thing I learned was just about the miracle of second chances and going back to that mentality you said about learning from your losses. I really think life, you know, it is a marathon and if things will go your way and things will at times not go your way, but if you can continue understanding that this thing is an entire journey, um, it will allow you to not let the losses uh, feel like losses, um, and it will kind of give you permission to take sec- take second to take second chances in your life, and to know that they will always be there for you. So, um, I guess faith plays a role in that. So, between family and faith, those are two big things that I've pulled away from the documentary. Your documentary has been recognized by AFI. It's been recognized by Palm Springs International Short Film Festival. I. Uh, you know, so, some know-nothing little things. And if anybody knows that uh, these industries, I'm absolutely teasing two of the two of the heavy hitters and the big boys in the uh, in the film festival industry. What does that mean to you when AFI and Palm Springs recognize you and your work and go, "Wow, you know, we we hit something out of the park with this one." 
Mm-hmm. Yeah, it feels, uh, just, just as a correction, it wasn't, it's not, uh, AFI hasn't, uh, recognized the film yet, but, um, Palm Springs, it was in the Palm Springs International Film Festival. Uh, and, you know, it's really special when, uh, an organization so big gives you the space to share a story that you care about so much. Um, and I just, it's, I, all of this, all of these like festival experiences, phone call I'm having with you, which is really special, like they're all icing on the cake for me because the true experience and the true value of this documentary was in the process of making it and in the process of meeting the Gonzalez family. So today I'm fam, like I, I'm family with, with Marilyn and Jorge and Araceli and Georgette and, uh, their do- other daughter also named Araceli, um, and, you know, the lessons I learned making this thing will always be in my heart forever. Um, so it's just really cool. And it's a really special addition to the experience to have it kind of being shown around. Um, I feel very grateful for that. Are you going to be able to corner her in one of her fights? You know, that would be awesome. <laughs> I don't know. I think in that fight, she, I would be the reason why she would lose because I don't know, like, tactics. But, um I would love to be in the corner and just, like, give her a hug as she's, like, resting. I'm like, you got this? I would just, like, absolutely love that. You just thought, could I get a satin bowling shirt and we'll just call it? Absolutely. <laughs> <laughs> I'll just give her a Manny Pacquiao t-shirt while she's in the corner and be like, wear this, it's going to help you out. There you go, man. You know, you're, you're doing something great with this. I know you said you had, like, a hard time cutting it down to just under 30 minutes uh, to even qualify <laughs> yeah. as a short doc. Is there a desire, a personal desire for you to now go back and do a director's cut edit and then do a follow-up, excuse me, as a full-length feature documentary? Oh, um, this, I would say this is the director's cut. So, like, everything that I want to say about, you know, the Gonzalez's story and the power of family and the miracle of second chances, the, that, I feel like that all lives very well in this package of this 28 minute, uh, t- well, yeah, 27 to 28 minute documentary. Um, you know, the people definitely ask me a lot though, will you be following Marilyn as she tries to go to the 2024 Paris Olympics? And I see, I definitely see the appeal of that. Uh, I think, you know, I'm letting life kind of, I'm open to it. At the moment though, I'm just letting life kind of carry me into that opportunity. I'm, I am still involved with the Gonzalez family, but I'm involved in different ways. So whether that is me behind the camera capturing their story, or if I'm just there now as a participant and a member of their life, um, supporting them that way, like I'm open to whatever just feels best and natural for both of us. Um, so at the moment, that's a basically a, a, a long way of saying I'm thinking about it. <laughs> I dig it because <laughs> 2024 is coming pretty quick. I mean, yeah, we're ready in 2021. It's great, and we're like halfway through, so it's crazy, crazy so, fast. Hey, Tokyo starts in a couple of weeks, so. Oh my goodness, that's too that's too crazy. <laughs> you know, it's it's going to be an interesting Olympics. Hopefully, by mm-hmm. 24, things will be uh, a little more normal, shall we say? Oh, if they're not by 2024, I don't know what you know. I don't know how that's possible, but hopefully, they are. <laughs> You know, when someone hears about a 12-year-old girl getting into a boxing ring 
and fighting in the junior Olympics, uh, you know, some people will have the reaction of horror. I can't believe they let their daughter do that. And, you know, all, all sorts of whatever nonsense. And my only concern was like, like her mom, I hope, you know, her head, if she doesn't take too many headshots and, and forgets who she is type deal. Uh, what has been the general reaction when they hear about this? And then how have you converted those naysayers after they've seen the film? Yeah, definitely. I think we received a lot, you know, so we were shopping this documentary around, uh, we we're pitching it around and we, we heard that, uh, feedback definitely. Um, but with the, the way the interviews that we got and where the documentary is now, it's really clear that boxing was Marilyn's decision and her parents are giving her agency in her life by pursuing her dreams. Marilyn says that she's uh, thankful that her parents let her, you know, she's thankful that she's doing what she wants to do and she's grateful that her parents are, are supporting her in her dream. Mm-hmm. So it's like, and also, you know, the doctor did mention that this was that she was okay to get back in the ring. She, it, uh, she, it's not something that was caused by head trauma. Mm-hmm. It was something that was caused by a virus somewhere, something in the air. Mm-hmm. And um, in that case, Marilyn can, she can live an unlimited lifestyle or a, a lifestyle without boundaries. Um, and it's, it's really her, her choice. So I think that's the empowering thing is like, you have like giving this young girl the choice to do what she wants is something that will make her life very, that will make her feel fulfilled in her life. Um, and, you know, either spiritually in that sense or even medically like with the doctor she's you know green lit to do to do this thing and to box and to fight so um the, the proof i would say is in the is in the documentary and uh also another thing is when we screened at palm springs and we had an in-person you know it was the first in-person festival you know people so there were some people that come up and wanted to know more about what maryland had so maryland is also a good source to talk to um, regarding this thing. So, uh, yeah, no, it's it's all there. I love it. Gabe, before I let you go, where can we find out more about the film itself? Uh, when can we be able to screen it at home? And where can we find you all on social media if we want to connect with you? Absolutely. So uh, we have a couple ways you can connect with us. We have an Instagram called at Team Maryland Film, Maryland with an E at Team Maryland Film, and the website is of the same name, teammarylandfilm.com. We will be, uh, we are in talks with some, uh, with uh, some distribution deals that we will be uh, maybe releasing further to the public later this year, hopefully. Um, But when you, when it's time to see the film, we will let you know and we will make an announcement, several announcements, so that it will be available for everybody to watch. Um, so, uh, yeah, it will, this is not the end. The, the film won't disappear from here, You'll, but we have a lot of runway to, to go. So we're very excited. Awesome. Gabriel Garano, thank you so much for your time. It's been a pleasure. Uh, Team Maryland is a fantastic documentary about Marilyn Gonzalez, uh, Junior Olympics 2019, uh, little tough girl with, uh, with a heart of gold. I really appreciate <laughs> your time. Awesome. Thank you, brother. I appreciate you.